0: Man, the New England Patriots have been spoiled for 20 years having Tom Brady at the helm at quarterback while all the other teams around the league struggled for decades, some of them, trying to find the franchise quarterback. Now, today we're going to talk about Kellen Munn from Texas A&M. He was a very productive quarterback who holds the all-time record for total offense, passing yards, passing touchdowns, and completions and attempts at Texas A&M. Starting eight games as a true freshman, he improved as he got more experience. He finished with 9,661 passing yards with 71 touchdown passes and a further 1,600 rushing yards, averaging around 22 additional touchdowns. Some say that the pair, the Patriots' earned Perkins' system earned Perkins is a system. good fit for Mon. With good coaching, he could blossom into a productive starter. He is a development prospect. It means he's going to need one or two years as a backup before he's ready to be a full-time starter, possibly. He is now he's no way now a day-one starter, but he showed good promise in his senior bowl. He ripped some of his throws into tight windows, staring down wide receivers, and had some would-be interceptions. Are Patriot fan's interested in Callum Mund. Well, here are every Monday night guest, Tyson, had this to say. He said, I've done extensive research in the past two weeks, and I think I've found the Patriots next quarterback. Callum Mund is a beast, and he's NFL ready with a huge arm. I'm struggling to find a weakness in his game. Second round pick as well. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Ray and with my boy Connor. It's Monday. We're with our boy Tyson. Welcome to the Deer Pats Nation podcast. And we're back. Yes, we are. What's going on, fellas? Welcome, everybody. What up? up? I think before we start, Tyson, you got a new podcast coming out very
1: soon. Do you not? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do with it. Um, I'm going to see if I can drop it Friday. It's called uh, Patriot Succession. It's pretty much opinionated podcast about the Patriots, where they are, how we got here. You know what I mean? Nice. I'm not going to be breaking down no analytics. I'm just going to be telling it how I, <laughs> how I look at this franchise right now. Telling just, it how it is. All right, dude. So I was telling you off the hop before we
0: got started that tonight's subject, our major subject, Kellen was based on a tweet that you sent out. So I haven't done extensive mm-hmm. research on Kellen I've looked into him a little bit since I saw that tweet, obviously. But I'm going to throw it to you right now. What have you seen about
1: this kid that, that you like, that you think he could be the Patriots' future quarterback? He has a weird, weird type of throwing stance, the way the ball comes out of his hand. But he's hella accurate, and he can throw the deep ball, and he can run like Colin Kaepernick. Like, he's Colin Kaepernick, but with an arm and <laughs> accuracy. And the Patriots can most likely, they don't have to use a first, the 15 pick on him that can pick somebody else. Another position that we might need, defensive tackle. Um. Yep. And and depending on what we do at quarterback and free agency, he can sit for a couple years, a year, maybe just a year. But if you had to put him in as an emergency backup, he's better than Stidham, and he could he could do some damage. He just has to learn the offense and not be prone to turnovers. And he's mobile, something that Cam Newton, um, is a shell of himself from is being mobile. He can actually like r- really run with the football. So, you don't have to switch your system too much.
0: No, I like that. Connor, do you know anything about Colin Mott? I don't know why I'm asking you, but do you know anything about the kid? No,
2: no, not really. Although I've seen a lot over the past couple of days with people on Twitter. All of a sudden, that name's floating around a lot more.
0: Well, I think it's Phil Sims, right? Sort of kind of shook, or not Phil oh, Sims. Oh, is that uh, it? Is, what's his son's name? Chris Sims? Is that it? Had a cup y- of coffee yes. in the NFL?
1: Yes, so he,
0: did. he put out his uh, 2021 draft quarterback rankings. And let me ask you guys, let me, I don't, you guys have probably seen this list, but let me lay it out for everybody anyways. And you tell me what
1: you think of it. Yeah, at Number he's, he's one, he's, he- he's heavily underrated according to everyone. Yeah. At number one, or according to Phil Sims, I mean, Sims has Zach
0: Wilson, then Trevor Lawrence, then Mac Jones. And he has Kellen Mond at number four, Justin Fields at five and Trey Lance at six. Oh, we just lost, lost Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Oh, he'll jump back in. Okay. What do you What do you think of Zach Wilson being put ahead of Trevor Lawrence?
2: I don't know enough about these guys, man. I haven't seen enough college football to really make an accurate depiction, but from everything I've seen, heard, and I, I feel like Trevor Lawrence is like the undisputed number one.
0: Yeah, so I was surprised when Chris put, a,
1: put Zach Wilson ahead of him. What did you the think the of that The problem with his thing is that Chris Sims is usually very accurate when it comes to – um, predicting young quarterbacks coming out of college. That's why you have to put a little emphasis on his on his stance because even though he doesn't know anything w- that he's talking about as far as like the current NFL, like he's a Brady hater, <laughs> you can put stock into his college quarterback rankings because they've been pretty accurate if you look at his history. Yeah, he's had a lot and of for success. for him to put Zach Wilson at one, Lawrence at two, and where was Cullen Mond?
0: Number four behind Mac oh, Jones.
1: Yeah. He's
0: got him ahead of Justin Fields yeah, and that's Trey what I'm Lance. Saying,
1: like, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no. Uh uh, it's listen, I didn't know a whole lot about Kelamon. Like I said, when you put it out though, I was like, all right, I'm like, let's look into this kid. Uh I watched some of his his highlights and stuff. I mean, I haven't I'm not a guy who does a full film breakdown or anything like that. Like, I just kind of watch highlights. I saw what you were talking about with a little bit of the weird delivery. It almost kind of reminds me of a Kaepernick delivery because he had a weird sort of stance in yeah, the pocket. Yeah, so
1: he has. Like I said, I watched his highlights. He looks like Kaepernick with an arm. Like he's really accurate. He's from Texas A and M. Remember, uh, they don't really have a good reputation to have Johnny Manziel come out of there. But man, with the right coaching, he could turn into like a really, like really great quarterback. He just needs somebody to coach him and develop him the right way, and uh, maybe Josh McDaniels can do that. And he's if he's under Jimmy or another quarterback, he can learn from them as well. And obviously, he has to learn the system. Whatever system, That's the thing. We don't even know what system we're going to put in place because we don't know who our quarterback is. <laughs> right. So you have to figure out what quarterback can you sit, can you put in front of him so he can learn the same system. You know what I mean? So are we going to do the same Cam Newton system? Are we going to do the Garoppolo system like with the 49ers? Were you just running the ball a lot? I don't know. After
0: I watched Mond, I thought the same thing. And I thought, who do you put... Oh, His Wi-Fi must be shot.
2: I guess so, yeah. Um,
0: but I thought the same thing. I thought, who do you put in front of of Mond for him to get the system? I really want Tyson back for this. Right. And uh, honestly, my thought was Marcus Mariota. Like... Yeah, mobile quarterback. Um, I think the Patriot there is. I thought, uh, Tyson, I'll, I'll recap for you. So I was thinking about the same thing. Who do you put in front of him? And I was thinking, is this not the perfect time to bring in Marcus Mariota and kind of build the system around him and have Kellamon learn behind him? And if you're right that he could be ready to go in an emergency situation, that kind of takes a little bit of the stress that you could have off of Mariota's arm, right? Like that's one of those pieces as well. Like, what would you think about Kellen Mond? Uh, Connor, I'll start with you. What would you think about him playing behind Marcus Mariota?
2: Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. That would, that would take away any of the anxiety about the fact that his, his elbow is hanging on there by a thread, or so we've been told. I think there's a lot of situations where it would make sense if they get a rookie to pair him up with somebody else, and it might be the perfect pair,
0: Mariota and then Kellen Mond. What do you think of that combination, Tyson?
1: Um I'm having technical difficulties. I can barely hear you. Just, I don't know. Sorry, I was saying what would you think? I don't I'm know if you can hear me now. Right now.
0: Okay. Uh why don't you tell us when you're ready? We'll we'll keep going. Yeah, I like the combination of I like the combination of Mariota in front of Kellen Mond. Right. I think that because I think it's it. I mean we talked about this with Josh McDaniels, right? Or Cam Newton sort of alluded to this with Josh McDaniels saying that he never, you know, turn to his system yep how are we doing tyson can you hear us now no i think look, we're having some technical difficulties here yep but yeah no it's just going in and out man my bad no 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 worries man no worries uh i'll if you want to jump in at any time when things get fixed just jump in um but we were talking about marcus mariota in front of kellen mond Ah, uh, too bad.
2: I think it's frozen.
0: Ah, uh, too bad. I like when Tyson's on. Hopefully, this gets resolved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's um. But I think this would all come down to Josh McDaniels needing to adapt the Patriot system to him, right?
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the thing. They're going to have to try and adapt to a third quarterback in as many years and try and build it around him. Obviously, it doesn't seem like they did too much building around Cam last season. seems like they kind of stayed with the same offense that they had in 2019 with Tom Brady and tried to make it work. But if they're going to completely redesign it, hopefully they redesign it around somebody that's going to be the franchise quarterback. And if that's Kellen Mond and then Marcus Mariota and then Kellen Mond and they don't need to make too many adjustments, it might be the perfect fit.
0: You're nervous right now, aren't you? Because Monday night is usually the night that you don't have to think too much because Tyson does most of the talking. And, I know. Uh, I, was,
2: I was ready for him to uh, to take over on this question. I don't know too much about Kellen Mons. So. I know.
0: I can see your nervousness. I know you know the first how. All you got to do is answer Red Sox questions on Monday night.
2: That's true. Oh, well, right. Let, let's see if we, we, we got him back. In
0: biz. We got you back? Okay. So... Tyson's still dealing with some technical difficulties here. He's trying yeah, to get man, it I fixed. don't know what
1: it is, bro. Is this not working tonight? No
0: worries, man. If you want to drop off, we can We we can do this again yeah, next bro, week. Yeah, my bad. No, uh, no, no, no worries, man. see you guys man. next
1: week if you guys can All right. hear
0: me. Yeah, we can hear you, man. I hope you can hear us. We'll see you next week. Thank you for coming in, guys. Make sure you check out his new podcast, Dropping Friday, Very Opinion Patriots podcast.
2: Nice. That'll be All good. All right.
0: Well, that's unfortunate. Always love having yeah. him on. But we'll definitely get him back next week. And, uh, but yeah, All right, I'm gonna just throw out a tweet that I put out today. Let's, I got, I got okay. a twist from this. <laughs> neither, yeah. neither you or I know enough about Kellen Mond to keep this conversation going. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't know enough.
0: Like, I was really depending on Tyson to carry this for us. So, right, and I know he was gonna, <laughs>
2: um, I know he was gonna have like a re- like really good stuff to say. I wanted to hear what he had to say about Mond. No, but. as soon as
0: I saw his tweet and I saw he was doing extensive research, like I knew he was going to yep. be able to just, anything I threw out, he's going to be able to have an answer for. So it's too right. bad. We'll, we'll try to hit him up next week about the same thing. But we might be busy next week because we're going to be like two days. It's going to be illegal tampering, so we might actually have some Patriots news to talk about next week. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. So, Connor, I put this out because I was reading the comments today and I thought, I think this is important for us to clarify. Yep. People need to understand when we say things like, Belichick should, or, you know, I'd like the Patriots to do this, or, yep, you know, what would you prefer? That's an opinion. Of course. Yeah. People, people are getting upset with us saying like, you guys don't have sources. Why are you talking like, you know, what's going on in the Patriots organization? And I'm like, we don't, that's like the one thing <laughs> we don't do. I mean, I, I, I don't know how many times I can say I have zero sources. Sorry, I, I, I make I make chicken vlogs. Who's the best source in the business? But outside of chicken, I mean, I have zero inside sources. Yeah, and I want to no. tell everybody: don't come back at me dropping facts when all you're offering is another opinion.
2: Yes, that's when that's I'm, all we're doing out here is just airing out our opinions.
0: Because <laughs> when I'm like, yo, I'd love for Bill Belichick to do this, and someone's like, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. This is what Bill Belichick is going to do. Get your facts straight. And I'm like you don't you don't have any facts there's there's
2: no fact as of what bill belichick's going to do until it's actually happened
0: (laughs) i'm like you got upset at my opinion yep and by responding to that you gave me another opinion and just said facts in front of it
2: touche yeah i think if you put facts in front of anything then it it, you gain that attraction should we go to the comments we should. We got, We're early we have, for
0: the comments, but we should go to the comments.
2: We are. We're going to go to the comments here, and we do have a donation from Ross to kick it off. Thank you, sir. Uh, hey, Shades, Connor, and Master, you guys see Minchu's amazing mullet and workout from his new post. What's Master's opinion on Minchu and his future? Uh, unfortunately, Tyson's not here, obviously. I did see the, uh, the mullet picture. I did not see the workout post, but I did see a picture of his mullet,
0: mullet and I thought it was awesome. I'll say that much. Um, yeah, uh, I saw the picture too. He looks jacked and ripped, eh? Yeah, he does. I don't know if you guys saw this. The Titans are trading former first round offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson and a 2022 seventh rounder to the Dolphins for a 2021 seventh rounder. Wow. Pennies on the dollar, huh? Yeah. Wilson played only four snaps in a rookie year that included multiple off-field incidents, low risk, potential, high reward, low cost deal for Miami. Yeah. Wow. That seems like a Belichick type of deal. Does it not though?
2: I was just thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking, wow, they just took a flyer on this guy. Worst case scenario, he doesn't work out and all they lose is what they traded seventh round picks. And if he works out, they just absolutely stole a former first round pick, and now they're gonna have an awesome offensive lineman. Uh yeah, that's that's has Bill Belichick style written all over it.
0: I wanna shout out to another lost soul as well. Um, it's a uh one of our one of my uh followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. This guy DMs me like eight, nine, ten times a day, just sending me tweets of like new updated NFL stuff. Like he basically writes the show for me half the time. Nice. Alright, uh, so maybe we should talk about Gardner Minshew. I love Gardner Minshew. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually agree with Doug Kide I don't see why Jacksonville would trade him right now. He's cheap. Right. He wasn't a distraction as a backup quarterback. Uh, having him with Trevor Lawrence would probably be, be a good combination. I think you'd have to really make a sweet deal and probably overpay if you really want Gardner, um, right. unless... Urban Myers decides he wants to bring back Alex Smith as a mentor, but I don't know if Alex Smith would want to just sign with the team knowing he was going to be the backup quarterback and he was just there to be a mentor.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Once you put it like that, I think it was last week when we were talking about Gardner Minshew on the show, and I I completely agree. It just doesn't make sense for them to want to trade him when he's so cheap. He's a guaranteed solid backup, and he's not an issue with the team whatsoever. So it it really doesn't make any sense for them to want to trade him unless somebody offers him something so enticing that it, it makes them change their mind.
0: And another big shout out to Ross as well. Uh, Dear Pat's Nation Loyalty Club member on Patreon. Posted a picture today that his merch has started coming in. He was the first person to buy merch from our new merch store. Yes, sir. And then he went and bought stuff from the Rocky Mountain Barber Company today. Helping out and supporting our boys over at the Rocky Mountain nice. Barber Company. And saving himself 5% using the promo code RayRoute. What's that promo code, Connor?
2: R-A-Y-R-A-U-T-H. That's right. And you save how much? You save 5%. And that's where? That is at Rocky Mountain Barber. And .com. they give you a free gift.
0: And yeah, you get a free gift you too. You get a free so, gift. You know, shout out to Ross. All right, let's go to
2: another comment. All right, we got another donation from Scared. What's up, Scared? We haven't seen haven't you in a while, buddy. haven't seen in a while. I, I know. Back. Welcome back. He says, uh, I'd rather take Justin Fields. Oh, do you want me to I take know, this one? I know Ray is not going to agree with that. I don't know much about Justin Fields, although I know based on Ray's analysis that. Ohio State, the Ohio State quarterbacks do not necessarily succeed in the NFL, and he is being over-evaluated. So I I don't think he would make sense for the Patriots anyways. It seems like he's kind of a run-first guy, and the Patriots obviously their offense has always been pocket passers, so he might not be the right fit.
0: Let me pre-set by saying I hope nothing but the best for Justin Fields. I hope nothing but the best for all the draft picks in the NFL draft. To be honest with you, we shouldn't hope that anybody fails. But especially Justin Fields being an Ohio State quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ohio State. Thank you for correcting that, Connor. The Um I don't like uh, I just I don't like Justin Fields as a quarterback. He's to me he's an upgrade over Dwayne Haskins, but he in college, you can cover up a lot of things, and he had a massive cover up in Ohio State. He also threw the ball and had Trace Sermon behind him, who was probably, if not the best, one of the best running backs in college football. Who, by the way, the Patriots met with. Did they? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they draft Sermon, I will just, you'll see me go through the roof, dude. He's a running back, though? Yeah. Yeah. When's he gonna? When's he expected
2: to go? What round? He's a running back. I don't know. First round, second round.
0: I don't know. Most of them don't go in the first round unless you are a team that I just I I love Trey Sermon. I can't believe you are even having this conversation with me.
2: Well, I just don't know if they'd want to spend money, spend a high draft pick on a running back. I am hoping Damian Harris is the future.
0: You don't want a guy that averaged eight yards per carry?
2: That's absurd. 8 yards a carry.
0: 8 yards per carry. 84 attempts, 675 yards.
2: Woo! Yeah, that's that's pretty decent.
0: Average 7.1 for the Oklahoma Sooners the year before. Yep.
2: 2018
0: was his worst year, average 5.8. Jeez. 6.1 in 2017. You don't want a guy in 4 years that ran in 44 or that uh rushed in 25 touchdowns, Connor.
2: I I think we should draft them. That's you don't want a guy.
0: Saying. He's he's also brought in 44 receptions in four years. Not great. Three touchdown yeah. passes. Okay.
2: Yep. I will I will accept.
0: Eight yards per carry, dude. Yeah, that's, that's when he went down. When he went down in the national championship, I knew that Ohio was going to lose the game. Right. I just, I knew it.
2: Yeah. Eight yards a carry is absurd. Why would they even bother throwing the football if they can run it like that?
0: Because just, well, listen, Justin Fields had good stats this year. Yeah. So, and now don't, let's keep in mind. He got hurt in the national championships. He'd only played eight games or seven games prior to that. Ohio only played six regular season games this year. Yeah. Justin Fields, though. Threw for twenty one hundred yards in eight games.
2: Yeah, that's really good too. It's almost three hundred yards
0: a game. Nine point three yards per pass. Yeah. Uh, he had a his quarterback rating actually dropped from last year. Just so you know, it was only one seventy five point six this year. It was one eighty one point four last year. Damn. Uh. In eight games, he threw twenty two interceptions to six or twenty-two touchdowns to six interceptions. Oh, I was gonna
2: say twenty-two picks. What the heck?
0: But he also ran the ball 81 times for 383 yards, averaging four point seven yards per carry, five touchdowns.
2: Yep. So he, he's pretty mobile then, huh?
0: Justin Fields, yes. Yeah. Very. very. He's got a look, he's got a big arm. Justin Fields has a big arm. I, I just think he makes too many mistakes that gets covered up.
2: In, right. in college football. Right. That's the thing. It's it's much different when you actually come to the NFL. We've seen that happen time and time again.
0: But trust me, you'll love Trey Sermon.
2: All right. I will keep my eye on him come draft day. Speaking of rookie quarterbacks, I fear HD here it
0: says Lance will be a top 10. Oh, 100%. Trey Lance? Yeah. Absolutely. I think that um, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones. Did I say Justin Fields? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Will all be a top 10. I think five, count it Connor, five, five. quarterbacks are going to go in the top 10.
2: Sheesh. So the Patriots won't really even have a chance to
0: get anybody unless they, draft, unless they move up. I've already told you if the Patriots are going to get a quarterback, I believe they're going to have to trade up. Yep. We'll have to see.
2: Light Shadows here says, Mond looks athletic but very rough around the edges and will need lots of coaching to fit into Patriots' scheme. He'll need at least one to two years before he's ready to start. I'd rather we reach up and get Jones. I'm a
0: bigger fan of Mac Jones as well. I really wanted – truthfully, I wanted – I like Look, I'm open to other people's opinions. People think I'm not. I'm very open to other people's opinions. And, and my mind can be changed. And I wanted Tyson to come and change my mind and tell me why I should be happy. Here's my thing. What if the Patriots got like Waddle at yeah. number 15 or if Kyle Pitts fell to 15, which I don't think he will, but falls to 15, or they get just like a, an all-pro type of defensive tackle Right at 15, right. and then you get um Mond in the right. second round, the let second him develop yeah. a couple years, and you bring in a, a, a veteran quarterback for this year and maybe next year to try to, you know, and that's the whole thing, right? Because you can still build, and then my timeline of 2022 2023 is there,
2: right? Yeah, absolutely. And in, in that sense, they can still have an opportunity to be somewhat competitive the next two years. And if they aren't, then they're building for the future anyways. So it's, you, it's a win-win.
0: It's freaking All
2: right. We got a donation here from Ross. He says, I'll fill in, bud. Love the sound of my own voice. Hey, any time we get Ross on
0: here, right? In two weeks, Ross. I'm just going to sit back when you and Connor are on the Patreon exclusive chat. Yep. And I'm just gonna let you guys chop it up about the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, buddy. That'll be right before the season's getting started. We'll have a lot to talk about. I've actually got two Red Sox topics to talk about tonight, but believe it or not. Nice. Oh, I you know what? I made all these nice banners. Yep. And I forgot to put them up.
2: Oh. Is K <laughs> right. Kellen Mon the right fit for the Patriots? Yeah. Um
0: Yeah. I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, you want to go to another comment? Yeah, we got my Patriots update here. He says, if uh, San Fran, Carolina, Denver, and Detroit all either find a QB or not take one. Um, I think that's talking about the top uh, five quarterbacks, one of the top 10 rounds. That's a good question because San Francisco, Carolina, Denver, and Detroit are all kind of iffy. Well, I, actually, I don't I don't think Detroit and Denver so much. I think Denver's going to stay with Drew Locke. Detroit's going to stay with... Um, I don't think so. You don't think so now? No. Move on from Locke. I think they've been trying. I just don't think that they know.
1: Because San
2: San Francisco is a complete toss-up, I think. I don't know what they're going to do with Jimmy G. Because I think they're definitely interested in a quarterback. Carolina is obviously completely uh, open to moving on from Teddy Bridgewater. They seem like
0: they seem like they just want not just open. They seem like they want to just move on from him. Yeah, exactly. I think. Let's go through. Let's go one to fifteen, and let's see how many of those teams we think are going to take a quarterback. Yep. Jacksonville, we know.
2: Yes. Yep. They have. So if
0: we're talking the top five, one of the top five, at least four quarterbacks.
2: Yep. Yep. They're a guarantee. This one's an unknown. The New York Jets. Yeah. The New York Jets are an unknown. They still have Sam Darnold. I don't know how they feel about him. I wouldn't be surprised one way or the other. I really don't know what to say about the Jets.
0: No, but I think it's a 50 50, whether to take a quarterback or not. Yep. Yep. So let's keep four on the board just in case. Okay. No, let's take them off the board. Yep. Just to play it safe. Miami's not taking a quarterback.
2: No, that wouldn't make sense.
0: Here's one. And I think a lot of people aren't considering this Atlanta.
2: Atlanta may, came out and made a comment that they were going to take a quarterback at some point. I thought,
0: yeah, but they don't, they I didn't say they're know. definitely going to take it with that fourth or right. fifth overall.
2: Right. Cause they still have Matt Ryan, but obviously Matt Ryan's well into his thirties at this point.
0: Matt Ryan is thirty five.
2: He is okay. He's yeah. going to
0: be thirty six in May. Yeah, he's he's probably Matt only Ryan college is college. older than me. There's not many NFL players older than me. You know what I yep. mean. So when you start getting older than me, okay, Cincinnati we know at number five is not taking definitely a quarterback.
2: Not. Yep, definitely not.
0: Philadelphia can't take a quarterback now after nope. the whole Carson Wentz debacle.
2: Nope, nope, they can't.
0: Oh, so are we putting? So we're down to three quarterbacks now. Are we putting a finger down for Atlanta or keeping it up?
2: Well, I guess Atlanta will keep it up because we put one down on the Jets and I feel like they're both 50-50.
0: Okay, so one can go with either which way. Yeah, I don't think Detroit's going to take a quarterback.
2: I don't either. I think Detroit's going to stay with Goff.
0: I do too. I don't think you you make that move and don't at least try Goff. Yep. Carolina is going to take a quarterback unless they trade for Deshaun Watson.
2: Yep. Yes, sir. But yeah, right they, now, they want to be done with Bridgewater. It's crazy. They're, they're very aggressive with that.
0: But right now, I'm dropping it down to two. Yep. I think Denver takes a quarterback.
2: Yep, okay.
0: That gets us down to one, and now it gets it gets iffy. Right. Dallas, well, Dallas ain't no taking chance. a quarterback. <laughs> yeah,
2: no chance after today.
0: The Giants probably aren't taking a quarterback.
2: Probably not, no. Probably stay with Jones.
0: So the Giants have the number 11 pick. Yep. Let's skip 12 for a second. The Chargers will be number 13, not taking no a quarterback. No way. Yeah, definitely not. Number 14 is the Minnesota Vikings. Who? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. And then the Patriots are at 15, so that leaves one quarterback, right?
2: That's true. Yeah, it's Except very true. Except the
0: number 12 overall pick is the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh.
2: So the Patriots hopefully then the Patriots either get Jimmy G or they get that fifth quarterback.
0: Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I'm saying my my biggest concern, and this is what I've talked about over and over again, is and I even talked about it on on our seven o'clock video, is the Patriots need a quarterback now. They can't wait until the draft.
2: Right. I know. That's that's the toughest thing, is that by the time the draft rolls around, all of the or the overwhelming majority
0: of the free agents are all going to be all done. They're all going to be signed. This is why I think if the Patriots want their guy, they either have to trade up the number five with Cincy or number seven with Detroit. Right. Because I do not think you want to go through Carolina and Denver, because I think you're going to lose on two other quarterbacks and one of them will probably be yours.
2: Right. And yeah, the 15 is very, very touch and go as to whether or not they'll have a quarterback that's still there.
0: And do you realize... That that Patriots win against the New York Jets was the difference between picking fifteenth and yep. picking twelfth.
2: Yeah, so that would have ba- that would have essentially secured the fact that they we would almost know for a guaranteed fact that they would have that fifth quarterback because there are so many teams out there where there's just no way they're going to take a QB.
0: Well, in trading like twelve to seven is a lot easier than trading fifteen to seven.
2: Right. That too. You no. Know,
0: it's yeah, it was it was that close. Like that close.
2: Thanks you know thanks a mean? lot. Thanks a lot, Cam. Well, how about Nick Foles? <laughs> if he I doesn't know, kick
0: thanks. that if he doesn't kick that big fifty yarder on Monday Nick, night football.
2: Of course, Nick Foles has to be the best kicker in the
0: league. If New England doesn't beat New York, both yep. those games, they win five games, and they're picking oh, in the top ten.
2: Yeah, I was just gonna say they—they're they're getting almost whoever they want at that point.
0: Now you know what's pathetic and it's kind of sad. So the Patriots are seven and nine; they're picking at fifteen. Arizona is eight and eight; they're picking at sixteen. Right? Vegas yep. is eight and eight; they're picking at seventeen. Miami is ten and six; they're picking at eighteen. Yeah! Wow. Washington.
2: That's a big drop off.
0: Washington is seven and nine. They're picking at 19 and Chicago is eight and eight and they're picking at 20.
2: Go figure. That's what happens when you, when you sneak into the playoffs like that, you get punished.
0: All right, let's clear the chat. We got to take a cause for the pause. No pause for the cause here. I did it again, Connor. I did it again. That's, that's all we right. Need the people take- know. We need to take a pause for the cause Hear from our sponsors over at the Rocky mountain barber company, manscape.com F com. take one and a half minutes to hear about our Patreon page and how you can join the deer patch nation loyalty club and 17 seconds to hear about our merch line. You guys didn't want ads throughout the whole show. One break, one long break. This is when Connor runs to use the bathroom. Here we go. Visit RockyMountainBarber.com and get all the products you need to take care of your hair, beard, and skin. Get their small batch, all-natural beard balms and oils, pre-shave oils, lotions, hair products, razor blades, and so much more. Visit Rocky Mountain Barber Company and use the promo code RAYROUTE and save 5% off all your orders. Get your small batch hygiene products at RockyMountainBarber.com. You can get your male hygiene and grooming tools and take care of everything below your belt from Manscaped.com. And use the promo code RayRoute and you'll save yourself 20% and get free international shipping. So take care of your boys and get all of your male hygiene and grooming tools at Manscaped.com. Fcustom.com is your spot to find the best custom baseball, basketball, and football jerseys. Choose from hundreds of designs and colors and customize the jersey any way you want. Use the promo code RAYROUTE and save yourself 10% to get the best custom jerseys at Fcustom.com. Hey, if you enjoy the lighthearted, wholesome content that you get from the Dear Pats Nation podcast, YouTube and Facebook page and wish that you could get more, you are in luck because Dear Pats Nation has launched our Patreon page. We didn't add any ridiculous tiered levels of support. and We're not asking you to pledge 20 bucks a month. For five bucks, that's right, five bucks a month, you'll have access to daily exclusive Dear Pats Nation videos. You'll get traditional vlogs from Connor, Sarah, and I talking about the Patriots, the Celtics, and the Red Sox, but we'll also have exclusive interviews, behind the scene footage, bloopers, early views of videos that aren't available on YouTube, live streams exclusively for Patreon members, and that's just scratching the surface. We're not gonna make you pay a monthly fee If we're not committed to adding And making it the best possible Experience for you We're not in this to get rich We're not in this to rip you off We just want enough to pay our bills And being able to create on Patreon Is just one way we're trying to do it So please come check out our check out our Patreon page over at www.patreon.com slash DPN sports. We've also left the description in, or we've also left the link of the, in the description of our YouTube and Facebook videos. We don't think you'll be sorry. So please at the very least, at least go check it out. And if you don't want to sign up and you don't want to pay, that's all right too. We ain't mad. You can still expect us to be here streaming live every Sunday through Thursday at 9 PM Eastern time. But if you want to get more, go check us out over on Patreon. You guys asked for it, so it's arrived. The Deer Pats Nation merch shop is now open and live. Show some love for the podcast by going over to teesprings.com slash stores slash DPN and get your hands on the newest Deer Pats Nation merchandise.
2: And we're back. Oh, I'm on the wrong side again.
0: That's okay. That's Let's right. switch we'll it up see. for the second half. Here we go. Second half switch up. Second half switch all switcheroo. Right, man. You want to leave the show?
2: Should I? I guess so. Do you, have any, do you have anything planned? I have nothing planned. Comments.
0: The Dallas Cowboys <laughs> and quarterback Dak Prescott have agreed to a four-year, $160 million contract, including Ooh. $126 million guaranteed. The process to reach the long-term deal with Prescott covered three off-seasons, multiple mega-million offers, and hours of negotiations – The Cowboys all along said they wanted Prescott to be the franchise quarterback for the present and future, and Prescott said he wanted to remain with the Cowboys. The Cowboys have missed the playoffs in three of the past four seasons. Prescott's absence in 2020, however, showed how integral he is to their success. Before getting hurt, he threw for 1,856 yards and nine touchdowns and four interceptions in five games. The Cowboys offense scuffled along for a few weeks without Prescott, scoring one touchdown in three games after scoring at least 31 points in four of its first five games. In five seasons, Prescott had a team record seven 400-yard passing games and 24 rushing touchdowns, the most by a Cowboys quarterback. He is second to Tony Romo in 300-yard passing games with 15. He has also proven to be clutch with 15 game-winning drives. Connor, do you think he's jealous of your podcast and car dealership gigs right now?
2: Maybe not as much as Jimmy Garoppolo is, but I mean, I'm sure he's still a tad bit jealous, but... Getting that four-year, $160 million contract, he's probably feeling pretty good about himself right now, especially with the overwhelming amount of it that I saw that was guaranteed. Good for Dak, man. That Dak, Dak uh, I know he obviously bet on himself last season and had that horrific injury, but it, it seems like it all still worked out for him. I think you're frozen. Yep. Do you think that yeah.
0: he deserved that kind of money?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a ridiculous amount of money for anybody to ge- be getting paid. Uh, he's definitely one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I think we went through it last week, though, when we were all on and that he wasn't really a top five, definitely a top ten. But that's that's a ton of money. I think he kind of forced the, the Cowboys hand a little bit. He knew that he was going to kind of make them pay him because there's no way you're going to walk away from Dak Prescott. So he might have got a little bit overpaid, but he, he's at least in the ballpark. He He's worth a big contract. He's he's hands down a top 10 guy.
0: I do want to go through that again, though. Because we did it as, do you move on from this guy and take Dak or whatever, right? Yeah. So I just want to go through it right now, and you tell me who you want to start the 2021 season. It's a one-year deal. Every quarterback is on a one-year deal in 2021, okay? Okay, yep. Let's see where he ranks. Yep. Let's see how many quarterbacks. We don't even have to rank him. Let's just see how many quarterbacks rank ahead of him. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Josh Allen or Dak Prescott? Ooh. That's a tough one. Uh, I'll
2: I'll say Josh Allen, though, based on last year. Me as well.
0: Yeah. Tua or Dak? Dak. Jared Stidham slash Cam Newton or Dak? Dak. Sam Darnold or Dak? Dak. Ben Roethlisberger or Dak? Dak. Lamar Jackson or Dak?
2: I'd still go Dak.
0: Yep, me too. Baker Mayfield or Dak?
2: Ooh, that's a tough one. I'll say Dak though.
0: Yep, yeah, me as well. Joe Burrow or Dak?
2: Mm, not future. A, Remember, just, this isn't a just future. Just one year. Just one year. Everybody's
0: Dak. on a one-year deal to start yeah. in twenty twenty-one.
2: Well, twenty twenty-one, I'll say Dak on a one-year deal.
0: All right. Ryan Tannehill or Dak? I'd go with Dak. Philip Rivers slash Carson Wentz or Dak? I'm going Dak there, too. Deshaun Watson or Dak?
2: Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson's top three.
0: Gardner Minshew slash, uh, let's say, Trevor Lawrence or Dak?
2: Yeah, one-year deal. I'm still going Dak.
0: Patrick Mahomes or Dak?
2: Patrick Mahomes.
0: Derek Carr or Dak? Uh, Dak. Oh, What's the kid's name? Justin Herbert. Oh, oh. I'll say Dak, but Justin Herbert's a
2: future star.
0: He is, but who's starting twenty twenty
2: one? Right, twenty twenty one. I'd start Dak.
0: Okay, and lastly, I don't know why my mind is blank. Drew Lock or Dak? Dak,
2: no problem. Okay,
0: so in the right now, outside of the Buffalo Bills, the Houston Texans for now. Yep. And the Kansas City Chiefs, Dak Prescott is a starting quarterback on every other team.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Alex Smith slash uh, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I got to go Dak. Jalen Hurts. I'll go Dak. Uh, the kid from the Giants, what's his name?
2: Jones, i go yeah, Dak.
0: Andrew Jones. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers.
2: Oh. Uh, this I'll, is go, tough, I'll right? go Yeah, I'll go Aaron Rodgers, though. He was phenomenal last season.
0: All right. Nick Foles slash Mitchell Trubisky. Dak. Kirk Cousins.
2: Yeah, I'm going Dak.
0: Jared Goff.
2: Yeah, I'm still going with uh, Dak.
0: Old man Drew Brees.
2: I'm going Dak for sure on that one.
0: Old man Tom Brady.
2: Oof. I'll go old man Tom Brady. He's still still got a couple magical years left in him.
0: All right. Teddy Bridgewater.
2: Yeah, I'll go Dak. Matt Ryan. I'll go Dak still. Russell Wilson.
0: Ooh, that's a tough
2: one. I'll probably go Russell Wilson on that
0: one, though. I challenge. All right. You rather go with Dak? I think Dak would have outperformed Russ. Yeah. If he would have played a whole season, I also think that Russell Wilson started declining as the year went on. I know people make excuses for him. Right. But I'll give it to you six to your list. So right now, we know he's a top 10. Yeah. Because the worst he can do is nine. Right. Matthew Stafford.
2: Yeah, I'll go with Dak. Kyler Murray. I'll go with Dak still.
0: And Jimmy Garoppolo
2: yeah i'm going with dak there too sorry jimmy g
0: so dak prescott according to our list yeah of who will start who you'd want to start in 2021 not future and any of that who you want to start for your team in 2021 he's the seventh best quarterback in the national football league
2: yeah yep that makes sense
0: and i think that russell wilson is debatable
2: yep Josh Allen was kind of close, but I was going Josh Allen.
0: Josh Allen's a little bit debatable. Yep. I think there's an argument against Tom Brady.
2: Yep. Him too. Yep.
0: Maybe a little bit of argument about Aaron Rodgers, as phenomenal as he looked. because Dak probably would have been right in that MVP conversation. Right. Like it wasn't Dak's fault that the team was sucking. Yeah. The horrible, horrible defense. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over over everybody in the NFL.
2: Yeah, me too. He's the There's, number one quarterback in the league, I think.
0: And I'm probably taking to Sean Watson over everybody but Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. Yeah, me too. So, I mean, maybe Dak deserves his money. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he definitely deserved to get paid for sure.
0: Considering you can at least have a conversation around who should rank higher out of those other, you know, yep. after the top two, The next five, you can have conversations where everybody should rank.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's between three and seven for sure, depending on whoever ranks, whoever where. But I think he's undisputedly a top 10 quarterback.
0: Yeah, and I'm not saying that he's better than Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's better than Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he's better than Russell Wilson. I'm saying, though, I think that if somebody wanted to lay out a rational argument, you could entertain the argument without rolling your eyes.
2: Yeah, and he was on pace last season to just put up astronomical numbers before he got injured.
0: All right, I'm worried about this, but let's go to the chat.
2: All right, let's see. Well, I'm, I'm staying here right now. I got a donation from Ross, and we'll see what everyone has to say. He says, see Curran's whiny post about BB in your DM, Ray. I did not see it, so I'm not sure what what the whiny posts from. Uh, I assume he's talking about Tom Curran.
0: I am trying to stay away from that topic. We talked about it a little bit with Lawrence and I let Lawrence do it because he, as Connor knows, I've been trying to cleanse my soul. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get good with the Lord and I'm trying not to let things bother me. Gary Tangay came close today. Curran came close. Um, Ben's boy, um, Kitchen or not, um, Ben Kitchen, yeah, His, not his Ben guy, Kitchen, Mark Dondaro, yeah, Mark Dondaro. I didn't realize, you know, when I when they when he interviewed me, he seemed pretty solid. Yeah, like he just reminded me of Ben. Ben was a little bit more laid back; that he was a little bit more intense, but he's whiny too. Yeah, most Boston media is. How does Ben survive there? um he only
2: goes on once a week so it must be easier for him because ben's not a whiner no no not really no
0: like ben like
2: we've had lots of
0: conversations i want ben on our show by the way
2: i will have to i haven't talked to him i have to reach out to him
0: you need to reach out to him and get him
2: on as as a
0: guest he's on the on saturday mornings on on eei yep uh providence right yeah providence yep it's him and and mark dondero mark dondero yeah, I would I uh, I would, I would love to have Ben on. So can you try to work that for next week? Can you talk to him? I will, yeah. I'll text him tonight. Say, so don't forget, because you say all the time you're going to text him and then you don't. Can you actually text him tonight? I will. Why don't you text I'll him right now?
2: I'll text him as we speak.
0: All right, thank see you. If this,
2: he, see if he answers.
0: This is what I have to do, guys. I have to do it with Connor in front of me. Otherwise, we don't know if it's going to get done. All right, and how about when Man. you're texting, you pull up another comment?
2: We do have another, we have a lot of comments coming in with people's opinions on the Dak situation here. Um, my Patriots update says Matt Ry- says Dak over Matt Ryan, um, Ooh, no, Matt Ryan over Dak, Matt Ryan over Dak. I mean, yes, we had a couple people say that, uh, Mike Nardella here said Matt Ryan as well. Um, yeah.
0: All right. says Wilson saying Wilson over Dak. And, and again, I wasn't saying that Dak was better than Wilson. I'm saying that I would, I would listen to an argument. Yeah. About Wilson. I would pick Wilson as well. You heard me I I challenged Connor and then I pulled back and gave it to him. Uh but I think that if somebody wanted to make that argument with me I would accept the argument. Make
2: chicken here says the dak disrespect from Facile is insane. Uh I'd have to agree
0: and and Mike right? Um Yeah. And look I respect you guys. Respect you to to death and, and I think Mike is a pay, is a Deer Patch uh, nation loyalty club member. He was one of the guys on the chat, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. Um, I would never take Matt Ryan over Dak Prescott, like Me in any in, in the Senior Bowl, let alone an NFL season. Yeah. Like if I wouldn't take Matt Ryan over Dak Prescott in my flag football league. You know what I realized? Do you ever seen? Do you ever watch Dude Perfect? No. Okay, you got their trick shot guys, right? But every once in a while they have Dak Prescott on there. Yeah his like his body is just like it's like it's made of stone it's unbelievable yeah how jacked he is yeah he's got that like dk metcalf
2: physique right
0: he does he's unbelievably jacked
2: yeah yes because i he was in one of those commercials and i thought he was aaron donald for a second really yes because he was just so big shout out to him um, yeah, Fasil's going wild with this one, man. Dak is the twelfth best in the, the league.
0: Twelfth best. Okay, That's I want crazy Facio, I want your list.
2: Yeah, I, I, I want
0: I, I want your list of the I, eleven better quarterbacks than Dak Prescott.
2: Yeah, the way that I look at it, any which way I cut it, I, I think that he's in the top ten no matter Kay. what.
0: And you cannot put any of the current draft picks that are coming in this year ahead of him because we have no idea.
2: And you this know, is all. This is also based on right now because I know people might be like, "Oh, Joe Burrows," but it's like, or Justin Herbert. It's like maybe down the line they're on pace
0: to be exceptional quarterbacks. But yeah, as we're of not right ta- now. Not yet. We're not talking future. And listen, I would accept a um, a Justin Herbert argument after the way he played last year. Absolutely, yep. I'd accept the Justin Herbert argument. But eleven quarterbacks in twenty twenty one, you would start over Dak Prescott, man. Cam Newton better not be on that list either. Oh,
2: Joshua, little John says Bortles.
0: All right. That's just a, <laughs> I love it. I love just like, I love people who don't take us serious. And, and I mean that I'm not even talking crap on Joshua right now. Connor, you know me like, yes, I think people take what we say way too serious. We just like to have fun. I love that answer.
2: Yeah. F- Facilia is saying, D- yeah, Stafford over Dak, Kyler over Dak. no, yeah kyler disappointed kyler murray
0: disappointed me this year yeah kyler murray did not take a big enough step forward as far as i'm concerned that then he should have
2: yeah we're we're seeing uh bortles come up again here (laughs) from uh shy chicken jay uh patriots news also says bortles we're seeing a lot of great bortles
0: all of a sudden you guys are the best the absolute best Let's not forget about Joe Flacco. 100%. And my boy Joe Nubo over on the uh, Joe Nubo podcast would just love hearing that. <laughs> All right. Hey, he he put up the my
2: pages updates here. It says Rogers, Mahomes, Herbert, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Watson, Lamar, Tannehill, Kirk Cousins. Come on, man.
0: You have Ryan Tannehill Brady. and Kirk Cousins ahead of him. Dak Prescott way outperformed Lamar Jackson last year. For sure. I mean, Dak Prescott's also a real quarterback with a way better arm than Lamar. Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback who's got a great offense around him and protected by the best running back in the NFL. Right. On top of that. Kirk Cousins is... I think in some ways underrated because he was so overrated at one point, but I would take Dak Prescott over Kirk Cousins in a in a million years. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no brainer for me. I'll accept Rogers. I'll accept Mahomes. I'll even accept Justin Herbert. I'll accept Russell Wilson. Yeah. I'll accept Josh Allen, Watson, but I will not, cannot, should not accept Lamar, Tanhill, Stafford, Cousins. I will accept Brady, obviously. Yeah.
2: Crazy, crazy. Shy chicken Jay here says, is Aaron Donald, the best player in the NFL? Uh one
0: of them, if yeah. not the best, he's definitely one of them. I think that saying, picking the best player in the NFL, I think is really difficult just because of positions, you know, picking the best player in the NFL. I mean, I, you could, you could argue that, um, that Henry is one of the, is the best player in the NFL, the way he runs the football. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that it comes down, it's really, really tough because, you know, quarterback is the most important position in football, but that doesn't, you know, everybody says like Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, but when it comes to pure athleticism, there's so many better players in the past and current than Tom Brady. And I don't mean quarterback, I mean at other positions outside of quarterback, but Quarterback is a different makeup. You don't have to be uber-athletic to be a quarterback. You don't have to be Lamar Jackson. If you're smart, can read a defense, be like a coordinator on the field like Tom Brady has in the past, then absolutely that makes you great. So I think that Aaron Donald is the best at his position, and I could clearly accept an argument as him being the best. I just think it's difficult to put that label of a best player when different positions do so many different things. What's What's more difficult? penetrating the middle and getting pressure on the quarterback or a cornerback taking on the number one receiver on every team week after week.
2: Right. Yeah. It's very hard to say the best in the NFL, the best at this position. Yes. But it's tough when you put it into a context like that.
0: Yeah. Or, or how about the guy that has to face Aaron Donald? How about the offensive right. lineman that's got to face him that, you know, it, 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 that's why it's just, it's to me, it's too difficult to pick one player.
2: Yeah. I right, agree.
0: Connor. I got some Red Sox stuff. I want to talk about oh. unless there's some super chats.
2: There is one super chat all right, right here. A super chat. It is from scared. Thank you, sir. He says, let's sign Malik Hooker and draft Trey Sermon. We already know Ray's on board with that Trey Sermon. Let's I'm get on, him. I'm on
0: board for both, man. All right. Let's are do you, it. Are you kidding me? Let's do it. I've been telling, I've been telling um, Lawrence that I want Malik Hooker over everybody. Yep. Okay. Because all the way back. In 2014, when he became a national champion with the Ohio State University, I was so disappointed in 2017 when he was drafted by the Colts. The Colts love Ohio State guys. They got Paris Campbell. They got Malik Hooker. Right? I love I know I love Malik Hooker. I've been telling I have wanted Malik Hooker forever. Do you know Malik Hooker? He's a safety. Yes. I think he would be the perfect, perfect transition. Out of McCordy. For McCordy, yeah. yeah. And he can also I think he can play strong safety. It's always been my opinion. So he could even transition Chung. Yeah. Right? And yep. Trey Sermon, I absolutely love, 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 love Trey Sermon. Let's Best make running it back. happen. Best running back in college football last year. I think he'd be, I think he would fit the Patriots system beautifully. <laughs>
2: Uh, scared? Can you intri- in, uh, instant message
0: Bill Belichick on SnapFace this? <laughs> Let him. Speaking know. of which, guys, just so you know, on Thursday we will have a special guest. Ooh, nice! McChicken will be on with us, doing actual college analysis for us. Let's go! All right, can we talk a little bit of baseball? Hell yeah! Just a little bit, guys. We All only right, have five football. minutes left. There's We're no going to wrap it up with a little bit of baseball. Matt Barnes. Pitched a perfect inning, striking out two in Sunday's spring game against the Braves. That was impressive, manager Alex Cora told Ian Brown of MLB.com. That was good. Velocity was up. I think a tick above last season, which is a good sign. He and Adam Ottavino have been mentioned as candidates to close out games, but Cora has not yet named a set closer. Who, in your opinion, Connor, is going to be the closer? Is it going to be Audavino? Audavino? Vino, right? Ottavino? Yeah. Yep. Former New York Yankee, Adovino, Yes. Adam uh, he's He's been around the league quite a bit, I think. But this was a trade, right, that you guys yeah. made with the, the Red Sox made with the Yankees? Yeah. Who's it going to be? Or is it going to be Matt Barnes?
2: I think that it's probably going to be Matt Barnes, which I'm not all that thrilled about. We've tried the Matt Barnes experiment at closer back in 2019. It didn't go all that well. Um, I, 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 am a little nervous, about Matt Barnes under pressure, hopefully he's matured and he's, he's a little bit less nervous now, but I, he, Matt Barnes makes me a little nervous as a closer. He really does.
0: What did he pitch out last year? What, what did, was he like, he, he guy? Just,
2: yeah, he just pitched out of the bullpen last oh, year. They did. didn't, they didn't really have a closer and they were never really winning any games to begin with last season. So
0: they never really had a closer last year. So you think it's going to be him? You think it's going to be Barnes? But you're not happy with it being Barnes. Yeah, I mean, unless things get better,
2: I mean, hopefully it'll it'll turn it around a little bit. But they use Barnes or tried to use Barnes as one of the replacements as the closer in 2019. It didn't work that well. All
0: right, here's one I know is going to hit close to your heart, because this is a guy that you told me needs to work this year, right? If the Red Sox have any chance. Yep. Garrett Richard. Still has time to prepare because based on early on, I'm going to start over. (laughs) Garrett Richards still has time to prepare because based on early returns this spring, he has a long way to go before the Boston Red Sox can count him in the rotation. Mm -hmm. Richards was scheduled to toss three innings against the Atlanta Braves on Sunday, but made it only through two. He coughed up four earned runs on three hits while walking four batters. Wolf. Through two starts this spring, Richards owns a brutal 13.5 ERA and a three whip. The right hander has walked twice as many batters, six as the number of strikeouts he's recorded. Three.
1: Oh, I, if, I if, have if, two
0: or oh, I have. You're oh, back. Did you hear my quote from him at all? No. Okay. Quote, I throw across my body and I've kind of got a lot of things going on when I throw a baseball. He said, I have two or three, three things I have in my brain that are checkpoints throughout my delivery that I try to keep as consistent as possible. Right now I'm doing every one. Every, right now I'm doing every once in a while, but I'm not doing it as much as I'd like. Uh, it's just about the reps. It's about getting the brain connected to the body. End quote. Red Sox pitching coach, Dave Bush Great name. Yep. Has noticed some issues from watching Richards in his two outings. He's working with the right hander to make proper adjustments and he'll have a few more starts this spring to straighten himself out. It's hardly unusual for a pitcher to battle consistency issues during spring training. That's what the exhibition schedule is for to allow them to make the adjustments as they build up their arm strength. We can start to worry if Richards is still getting knocked around in May, but there's no reason to hit the panic button yet in early March. Now, Connor, I'm going to give you one of the old adjectives. You can't lose or sorry. You can't win the World Series in April, mm-hmm. but you can lose it in April. Yes. You can put yourself in a position that you were so far behind the eight ball. You can never catch up, especially in a division like the AL East. Yep. Yep. You got the Blue Jays. Issue. You got the Yankees. You got the Rays. Right. You told me Garrett Richards had to come through this year.
2: Yes. Garrett is Garrett Richards. Me? Yes. The issue with Garrett Richards is that they could easily phase him out of the uh, starting rotation potentially, but that's only when Chris Sale comes back. And at this point, we don't know when Chris Sale is going to be back. The time frame's anywhere from May to like August at this point. But he's, he's a full go. He's a full go. He's a full go. He's taking it day by day, but the Red Sox seem to be taking it month by month. Um, they have five people that can potentially start right now with Chris Sale being in there. And then Garrett Richards would kind of phase himself out to be a, a sixth person. But like you're saying, this is such a competitive division. The fact that if he comes out in April and May and just is, implodes and gives them no chance to win every fifth game and he's he's pitching the way that he's pitching now i mean by the time chris sale comes back they're gonna have dug themselves too much of a hole and then even if he does replace him and and comes back strong and healthy they they need this guy to do something in april and may and and, and formulate formulate himself as an actual starter for the team because if not then they i don't know who they're going to use
0: well i think that's one of the bigger problems right because they're saying like, okay, if he's still throwing like this in May, I'm like, what about April?
2: But yeah, then April, he's already made four starts at that point, five starts probably, if not more. And if and he's impl- like he's imploding so far from what we've seen.
0: And listen, let's be honest with this division. Yeah. Okay. And I love Boston fans, by the way. Okay. Because I had a Boston fan tell me the other day, outside of Cole, every pitcher in the AL East has a question mark beside them. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And they told me that this Boston pitching staff could hang with any pitching staff in the AL East. You guys are optimistic fans. I love it. Okay. This is like you saying the Patriots are going to win 12 to 13 games last year. They should have. Floor of 11, ceiling of 13. Yep. They should (laughs) have. As somebody from Toronto, when I hear this kind of nonsense. It just, first of all, it tells me how much like you guys, even though we're they're in the division, do not pay attention to the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep. Like Ryu is a pretty good pitcher. I don't know if you know that. Yes. Like at one point he was a Cy Young candidate. Yep. He might've won a Cy Young, did he? Um, I'm not sure. I'm going to tell you something to go the guys. If you're going to write Ryu into Google, you have to put Blue Jays or baseball. Otherwise Ryu from street fighter comes up. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. Now he's a little older and he's dealt with some injury issues. He was not a Cy Young winner, but he was an MLB all-star in 2019. He's a two-time all MLB second team, 2019 and 2020. So last season, yep. and he was the MLB ERA leader in 2019. Now he's got great, great numbers in Korea. Are you just not in here? Are you frozen, or are you just not answering, saying anything to me? No, I'm here. Okay, all right. You got to at least say yes. You got to give me some sort of indication that you were alive here. I'm not looking yes. at you on the screen, so when I hear nothing, I'm like, oh no, I'm frozen <laughs> again. No, we're good. All right, just give me your final thoughts on Garrett Richards. You've checked out, I can see. So let's just let's do this and wrap it up. Garrett Richards, if he's going to com- continue to implode then they
2: need to make sure Chris Sale is a full go. We can't wait till August because it's going to be way too late at that point. So we'll see. We got to have a short leash with this guy because it looks like this experiment might have to be short-lived with him.
0: All right, and one final subject. Happy International Women's Day.
2: Yes, sir.
0: I bought flowers from my wife and two daughters today to celebrate International Women's Day with them. I want to point out to everybody that I would not be half the man I am in my life if it wasn't for my wife and my mother. My mother raised me right. My wife continued on with that raising as we went on, and the, both of them can keep me in check, and I appreciate them and love them very much. I also want to give a big special shout out to Sarah Marshall and Gabby Hurlbutt. two people that we work with here with dear pats nation right obviously sarah is a direct uh creator and contributor to the Deer pats nation channel she's on the podcast three days a week and gabby who's been on as a guest also play or also has syndicated her podcast boston balling to us which gets played every saturday evening i'm so proud to be with those two those are two Uh, broadcasters and writers that I believe will one day explode into the sports field. Uh, They will surpass Connor and I one day. Like, I mean, that's a given if they haven't already, if they haven't already, Um, you know, Gabby's got her foot in the door at ESPN. I'm so proud of those two. So thrilled to be working with them. And it's, you know, there's not enough women in the sports field. There's not enough women in, in, in what we do um everybody and their grandfather has a podcast these days yeah i think everybody and their grandmother needs to have a podcast as well um and i'm just so happy that we have those two wonderful women uh working with us very very smart make us look a lot better uh than we are connor do you have anything to say for international women's day absolutely i appreciate it i agree with everything that
2: that you just said and um very two very talented people that we have the opportunity to work with, man. And it, it, it days like today it makes us realize it. So very grateful that we have them, and looking forward to talking to Sarah tomorrow.
0: Anything else you want to say about anybody else?
2: Am I supposed to be pulling something up here?
0: No, no, no. Oh. No, um, any other, uh, is there another woman in your life that maybe influenced you growing up that helped you become the person you are, you know, my
2: mother, absolutely. I don't know if my mother listens to the podcast, but if she does, thank you to her, but your father does, my father will be listening.
0: So he can and he's pass now, the message along. And he's now going to tell your mother that I had to prompt you. Yes. <laughs> Just like when we were thanking our families, I had to prompt you to thank your father.
2: Yes. <laughs> I, I stay clueless. I got my head in the sand.
0: I just love that no matter how much I tried to lead you, you know that old thing like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't teach him how to drink or you can't force him to drink? Yes. I go through that on a daily basis. You guys don't understand. On a daily basis I go through it with this man right over, right this man right over here like my broadcast. I love Connor to death. Listen, I told your father when I was speaking to him or writing I guess we were messaging each other and I said your son is the most genuine person I ever met and that's what I appreciate about him. Yes. Um I love Connor because when he gives you an answer, you know it's not BS. It's a real unless he's telling you a story about a fight, then you, then he's lying because yeah, can't apparent, remember the story he tells you. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> But what I have to say is, is you are such a genuine person, and like, I mean, I am so, so thankful that you're my broadcast partner. I'm not kidding you. I was praying today, and I thanked God, or it was today or yesterday, and I thank God that He put us together because nice. you were just, <laughs> uh, and and it's weird because I've said this to my wife. I go, it's really weird because I think that, and maybe I'm completely off here, like maybe you might just agree with me and then you'll pedal away. And I think we've discussed this before on former shows, but like, I'm like, I've never met Connor in my life, like in my life yet. I spend more time with you than I spend with anybody else in my life. I spend with you either here on the show or we're in calls with each other or we're texting each other, you know, or we're, we're doing Patreon together, like whatever it may be. Like I spend so much time with you. I'm like, I'm like Connor has somehow become one of my best friends in my life right you know i'm like and i've never met the guy in person that's like, very true it
2: seems like we've met many times but we actually have not ironically enough
0: we're coming up on one year working together yep 100 percent. it started right after the pandemic we be, well right when the pandemic started yeah yep our first episode of dpn commentary was in april yep like, we are now at a point where we're more than a year past when we we did a couple of things together. Like, we did a couple of collaborations. You oh, yeah, definitely. On, you came on DPN Sports Talk, which was yep. my show at the time over on Sportscaster. I went on Connor Commentary. Both shows don't exist anymore. Touche. Oddly enough, I know. But now we have... And then we became DPN Commentary, and we started doing one day a week. And then, I mean, the Sportscaster crowd enjoyed it so much, we bumped it to two days a week. And then Sportscaster was like, what if we just gave Connor the same amount of money they give you? Would you guys do five days a week? And Connor was like, yeah. And then I realized after, I'm like, why is Connor making the same amount of money as me? I do Sportscaster News too. Like, I do double the work that he does. Why is, Why are we making the same money? And then they said, okay, we'll close. And they said, okay, fine. Ray, you want more money? Why don't we just cancel your contract? We'll close down our doors.
2: <laughs> Shout, out, Shout to out to Sportscaster. Yeah, I
0: was just going to say that. <laughs> Shout out to Nick for giving me the opportunity and letting me bring Connor So yeah, so we are, uh, we're going to be next month celebrating our one year anniversary of becoming broadcast partners. Yes, sir. We have found you a, a girlfriend that we know will allow you to do the podcast. That's true. That's true. A and, lot going on here. And uh, we won't talk about that on air. We'll wait. Uh, I don't think we should ever talk about it on air. I mean. That's true. I, I think that. We'll if, anything, down low. if anything were to happen with this girl and there were to build a relationship, I don't think she would quite appreciate if we were giving a day by day update on how the relationship <sighs> is going. That's true. Although you never know what's going to come up about my personal life. So how was your first date? <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Second base. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that for the baseball discussions. Yeah, we'll just we'll just throw in little things. Every once in a while you're just gonna hear Connor talking about second base and then we won't be talking about baseball. If Connor ever Talk. comes on and says I hit a home run yesterday, he wasn't playing softball.
2: Yeah, because I I do not have the strength to, to go yard.
0: We have just ruined this relationship before you've had your first date. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Oh man. But yeah, so we're coming up on one year. Like yes, in a month. Sir. Do we you think we should do something like big that day? I think McChicken should buy us a cake.
2: You like the cake, eh? Yeah, I like the cake.
0: Didn't you buy yourself a cake for your birthday?
2: I bought it, no, for uh, anniversary for...
0: Oh, yeah, you bought it for anniversary. Connor Commentary, Commentary.
2: because that's what Ed wanted. And then Ed quit the next day.
0: (laughs) That's right. He (laughs) wanted
2: the cake. You brought the cake and then... Quit quit immediately after. But then you got Ben, which is cool. Then I got Ben, I know. So that worked out really well. That that worked out great.
0: Ed wasn't really a co-host to you. He was a real producer who just piped in every once in a while. Ben like became a co-host on Connor. Yeah.
2: I took, I took Ben and ran with it. Yeah. Ed just chimed in a little bit and then go ahead. No, I was saying he was just kind of behind the scenes. He never was actually
0: like a full on part of the show. And you and Ben just, you developed such great chemistry that I actually felt a little jealous. You know what I mean? I was like, listen, Ben, this is something you guys do once a week. All right. Connor's mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm lending you to him for, or i'm lending him to you for a day no no um it's kind of sad dpn sports talk doesn't exist connor commentary doesn't exist i know time's, i mean i time's flying i remember when we went five days a week and i did yep. that and you and i we did that big tease like we were breaking up remember like we were like yes. things are changing Shows are ending. We're putting End. out all that stuff, and then I came out and I said I was, I'm like DPN Sports Talk. I had you in the background. Remember what well, you were on? I was by myself, and I'm like DPN Sports Talk. As of right now, is over. This will be the last DPN Sports Talk show. There's someone who just clicked onto this, and they're like, "What? No, you know?" I'm like, "This, <laughs> yeah. will, this will be the last show." And I'm like, "Because it's DPN commentary."
2: Yes. Yeah, that was funny. And then McChicken's like, you didn't trick me at all.
0: <laughs> no, I thought we got McChicken. We didn't get Rhino.
2: Yeah, there were a couple people we got and a couple people that were like, I knew this all along.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I think Joe, Joe doesn't trust me at all. Because like the crew, like the, the the crew in the group chat, the Ray squad, used to be called the inner circle. I don't know how it became Ray squad, but the squad, like they're all OGs. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're except is joined. I don't think he's an OG, but the rest of them are all OGs. And I've just pulled that crap so many times that like one day I'm going to come out with a serious announcement. They're not going to believe me. Like, do you know that when, when, so we gave them the heads up, right? Like the, the squad knew we were leaving sportscaster way before anybody else did. Like they knew like months before we were leaving, before we made the announcement. Right. Right. I had to convince Rhino for like three weeks that it was, that it was real. He just kept writing me. I don't believe you. He's yeah, like, Rhino doesn't. Rhino never believes us. No, because we've ca- we've cried wolf so many times. We just did yeah, it last night. True. We did it's it last true. night on a whim. It wasn't even planned.
2: Yeah, we we do like to cry wolf.
0: <laughs> so like, we're gonna like really say like it's over one day, and this is our final show, and people are gonna still like show up the next day. And be like, where are they?
2: Yes, that's very <laughs> true. <laughs> they will not. They will actually not believe it. Oh
0: man. Well, we worked in our nonsense conversation. Makes sense. We hadn't had one yet. And I was wondering if we were going to get there or not. Yep. But but we got there. It's sad that it took International Women's Day for us to get there. But, you know, we're there. We're there. I've taken the writing and the letters off the screen. So there's only one thing left to do. That's true. (sighs) We've got three more days of this. You know that, eh? Yep. Like it's Monday. It is. Doesn't this feel like it's like our fifth show of the week? It does. Now for me, I don't know if it's because yesterday I did three in one day. Yeah. Which was, which was tough. You know, it was tough. It was tough. Oh, good news guys. Uh, Lawrence has sent me his Jacoby Myers uh, film rooms that will be going up Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Nice. Do we have any other announcements to make? Oh yeah, we do. How did we forget Uh about it? Oh my God, I'm really sorry. Guys, we got huge news. Connor, tell me about those Red Sox. They're going to be legit, kid. (laughs)